0: 150 years ago, President Abraham Lincoln gave a speech at a Civil War battleground. The battleground was in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, and the speech is called the Gettysburg Address. Because of President Lincoln's dream of forcing the people of the United States to remain together as one nation, nearly 8,000 soldiers died at the Battle of Gettysburg. President Lincoln ended his speech by calling the American government a government of the people, for the people, and by the people. President Lincoln was a great hypocrite for saying this. A government that is made by the people and is for the people is a voluntary government. The United States is a nation that the individual states voluntarily joined. Yet now that some of the states that had joined of their own free will were wanting to leave the nation and form a new nation of their own, President Lincoln was denying them their right to rule themselves and forcing them, with his army and navy, to remain with him. The American government likes to create the illusion that the government is created by the people and exists for the people. They use government run schools to teach us that government is run by the people of America and that we all have a role to play in forming the government, but this is a myth. The truth is that the government exists as a way of one group of people to be able to rule over another group of people. It is a way for one group of people to take money from the citizens and spend it how they want. That is why the Republicans and Democrats are always fighting to get their guy to be president, or to win any election from a school board position, to a city councilman, a county judge, a state representative, or a U.S. Senator. They want their party to be able to make the rules, tell people how to live their lives, take the money and spend it where they want. Government is force, and they want their party to have control of that force. Americans believe a fairy tale that teaches that if they can just get their guys in control of all governments, then everything will be good and right. Everything the government does, it uses force, threats, theft, violence, and coercion to accomplish. Coercion is when someone uses threats or force to make someone do something. The state uses coercion to make people wear seatbelts when they are in a car. They threaten anyone who is caught not wearing a seatbelt with a fine that could be $150 to $200. While some people wear their seatbelts because they feel it makes them safer in their car, others wear their seatbelt out of fear of having to pay the state so much money. An alternative to using coercion to make people wear a seatbelt would be to educate people on the risks of not wearing one and on the benefits of using it. Then all people could voluntarily choose to wear or not wear a seatbelt. Even when the government does good things, like provide police officers or build roads, it uses coercion and theft to do it. To build roads, sometimes the government takes land and houses away from people who don't want to sell them. The fancy legal word they use is eminent domain. But that is only a nice way of saying coercion and theft. If the state wants to build a road where your house is, they can force you to sell it even if you don't want to. They choose the price for your house that they feel is fair, and you are forced to sell for that price and give them your house and land. If you refuse, then they will send their police force to evict or kick you out of your house. If you still resist because you really don't want to give up your house to the state, then the police will use violence to get you out and will pepper spray, taser, handcuff, kidnap, or even murder you. Governments need lots of money which they collect by taxing the citizens. If given the choice of how much tax to pay, I think most people would choose to pay less than they currently do. Including taxes on things we buy, taxes for owning our house, taxes on the money you earn, taxes for gas, owning a car, having a cell phone, and on and on, we pay about half of everything we make to the government. The government is able to force the people to pay these taxes by threatening theft and violence against anyone who tries to pay less than the government says they should, or simply refuses to pay at all. If a business doesn't pay the taxes the state wants, the government will take their business from them. If a worker doesn't pay the taxes on the money he earns, the state will steal the money from his savings account. If I don't pay the tax the city says I owe for owning a home within their borders... They will send their police to kick us out of the house and then sell our house in an auction to get the money they claim we owe. The government makes laws for us telling us what we are allowed to eat, drink, watch on TV, how to build a house, what gadgets our car has to have, what kind of medicine we can take, what kind of business you can own. They have thousands and thousands of pages of rules, laws and regulations for us and businesses And they enforce every one of them by threatening violence against those people who break their rules, by stealing their property, and by kidnapping peaceful people and locking them in cages. And it is even worse than that, because not only does the American government treat us like that, but it treats all the nations on earth like that. The American government uses its vast and deadly military to threaten and coerce other nations to obey it. Other nations have to live in fear that they will be bombed or invaded if they don't obey the United States government, or that the American government will use its military to stop other nations from trading supplies, food, medicine, machine parts, and other necessities with them. When the government uses its military to stop people from trading with a particular nation, it is called a trade embargo. A trade embargo, led by the United States, is what led to the death of half a million Iraqi children that we have talked about before. Government is not a benevolent, or well-meaning and kind, organization. It is an organization of force that reaches its goals through theft, coercion, violence, kidnapping, locking peaceful people away, and murder. But it does a pretty good job of convincing people that it actually exists to help people. It does a good job of fooling people into believing that they are the ones who create and control the government. If we have any influence over what the government does... It is only in the city government. Once the government gets bigger and further away, we have less and less influence over what it does. So we have less influence over the county government, almost none over the state of Texas government, and absolutely no influence over the federal government. The notion that government is of the people, by the people, and for the people sounds good in a politician's speech, but doesn't live up to what reality says government is.